alive. Oh god, Yay. I just noticed what you're wearing. <coughs> it's a Halloween episode. Oh, you're right. No. Oh no. Um. I wish I'd been told in advance I would have gone and gotten a helmet or something. Oh, oh well. Hold on. I mean, this is as close to Halloween as we're going to get. I guess Paul's going to go get something. <laughs> I don't have anything I can wear with my headset. That's the problem. There we go. <laughs> All right. I'm a Ninja good. Turtle. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> Donatello, I'm, uh, I'm Captain America. And I'm Captain Too Lazy to get out of my chair. <laughs> yep, looks yep. like it. That's, that's fine. Kind of hard to terrible. see. I can barely see. Yeah. <laughs> see how long I can do this for. It's going to be real hard to read emails. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> That's true. I'm going to have to like. Yeah. Yeah. These glasses are pretty dumb for those who can't see. They're like, I think I look like a bug. They're just these big kind of. It's like glasses. Spider-Man, like reflective style lenses with a with an A. I like a shredder thing here somewhere. I don't know where the hell that went. There it is. Let's see. Might have to take my hat off for it, though. That's the problem. That <laughs> looks so nice. Dumb. Nice. Wow. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's impressive. Heck yeah. yeah. Wow. So how are you guys? <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm good. Not John as good as you. Apparently. Missing out. Do you want? Me, do you want me to go get a mask? There's a bunch behind me. All right. Sure. I mean, if they're close, you might but as well. But they're not. I can't wear them with my headset. That's the problem. Oh well. Mm. Then don't, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you need the headset on for this to work. Yeah. I should just go put one of the heads in front of the camera and then just go off and do something else in the corner. <laughs> just disappear. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, next year you got to get some Halloween glasses. Gotta I'm the only some. one of the three of us that actually wears glasses normally. <laughs> He's got a point. So maybe you shouldn't wear your glasses and that's what'll that's what'll be different. Trick or treat. There you go. There you go. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That works. That 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 works. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, October 29th. This is Top Down Perspective. John, Paul, Sean, we're all here uh, to talk about video games. Um, why don't I start us off? Yeah. All right. Please. Uh, yeah, I will. I finished Miles <laughs> Edgeworth. Okay. Nice. Uh, yeah, uh, John, you haven't played any of this, right? No, it's one of the only ones I haven't touched besides number six. Any reason why you're not playing Miles Edgeworth? Because it's great. Uh, just hadn't gotten to it, to be honest. I need okay. to be in, like, I'm in case two of the fifth one, so I'm, I'm thinking, like, maybe I'll finish that first. If I ever get back to it. I just haven't really been in a handheld gaming mood lately. <clears throat> okay, right. Whereas, yeah, I mean, I always have something handheld to go. I guess this is, like, the last DS one I'll play since... Hopefully they all just keep coming to iOS. I mean, it's also the last DS one that's out over here. Because you already did Apollo Justice, so. Well, Dual Destinies and... Sorry, I meant like... Oh, you mean like 3DS, DS. Okay, yeah. Because I have Dual Destinies on iOS, which that's where I'll play. Because I I just prefer playing it on my phone. I have a feeling number six is not going to be out on mobile for a while. Since it only just came out on uh, 3DS. Like a month ago. Right. Which is fine. I mean, I still have Dual Destiny to go through. And so, like... I just hope it does come to my phone at some point because I just enjoy that so much more. It's easier for the train. Mm. But yeah, Miles Edgeworth is good. It's 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 like the exact same <laughs> game. Even though there's no courtroom part to it, you're still like hearing testimonies and pointing out contradictions, 
just kind of like face to face on the crime scene. So it's it's not that different at all. Interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, but it's good. You know, Detective D- Gumshoe's there. All your favorites that show up, you know, except for Phoenix, obviously. And my is not Maya is not there. Right. Uh, yeah. That'd be, I, I don't think they're ever going to do the second one, but I wish they would because it sounds cool. Apparently you can just get a fan translation. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. And the person wrote in about that, uh, but I would like to play it. You know, I'd, like to, no. I'd like to have that. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so anyways, that's finished up, which is good because it's only a few weeks until Pokemon comes out. So I'll time myself off with uh, some iOS games until then. There was like a huge Halloween sale on iOS. So if anyone's interested in iOS games, like check the app store. There's so many things being discounted. I picked up Sonic CD is free up. right now today. Apparently Sonic CD is free, which I picked up and then deleted. Cause I don't think I'm going to play it, but mm. I have it. If I need to redownload that. Right. Um, Grim Fandango remastered was $2. That's also um, in the humble bundle as well. That's also in the Humble Bundle. Yeah, what else did I pick up? I picked up like a, a ton of stuff. Let me grab my phone real quick. I mean, on that note, like Humble's doing a little bit of a Halloween sale. Steam is doing a Halloween sale. GOG is doing a Halloween sale. Right now's the time Everyone's for that. Everyone's doing a Halloween sale. Yeah, now's the time to get those games for sure. Necrodancer was like a dollar or two. That's really good. <laughs> in, this game Imbroglio I've been waiting for was discounted. Severed, that uh, from Drinkbox Studios, yep. was down to like $2, so I picked up that as well. Uh, yeah, there's just a whole bunch of games I've been waiting for. These glasses, drop, so. man. <laughs> you're, you're one to talk. What are you talking about? No, my glasses are making my depth perception all weird, so it, like I keep almost hitting my face with my cup. With your mug, right, yeah. <clears throat> Um. Anyway, yeah. So finish that. Uh, right now, you know, we're talking about Halloween. It's uh, I've been going through Costume Quest Two with my girlfriend. Okay. And that game is delightful. It's about time travel, which is interesting. So some of your friend or side characters, you'll get to meet them in the future and in like their past selves and all this stuff. Um. But yeah, it's fun. It's it's pretty funny. There's this one pretty good gag where you get a clown costume that the clown costume can use a like a, a clown horn on outside of battle and you need to you get to play in a jazz band <laughs> and they're like we need a horn player so while they're actually playing like a song you just mashing b and you know actually just ruining the song <laughs> but everyone loves it uh yeah that game's funny it's fun uh having a good time going through that so should be finishing that up pretty soon uh, and then I started up Assassin's Creed Chronicles China. All right. I'm actually interested in played, this. I need to know about it. I've only played about an hour or so. Okay. It's it's like Mark of the Ninja. It's pretty Mark of the Ninja. Okay. Uh, it's not as fast mm-hmm. uh, as Mark of the Ninja, so it's a little clunkier. Than, <clears throat> I, like, I would recommend Mark of the Ninja before this. Uh-huh. Uh, but you're basically doing kind of the same thing. It's It's side-scrolling. It's mostly a stealth game. You can fight if you want, but they really kind of emphasize... You know, you'll get more points if you can just get through without being detected at all. And, you know, you're pressing up to, like, go in the background if there's, like, an open door or something like that. And you can, like, pull people into it to, you know, kill them and, and keep them hidden. <clears throat> and you are throw and you can you can whistle, so they'll come over to you. You can throw crack, like, I, I think it's like a firecracker that'll, 
like disorient them and stuff. It's pretty Mark of the Ninja. So if you enjoyed that game, this might be kind of a cool thing. Okay. The art style is like really cool. It's got like this painterly kind of look. And like when you're like stabbing people and slashing them, it just looks like paint strokes. So uh, how does so this tie pro- into Assassin's Creed? Are you just like another assassin in another part of the world sort of thing? I Yeah, basically. Okay. There's no like modern day stuff, but they've kind of been getting away from that anyway. Right. Um. <clears throat> They mention Ezio uh, from Assassin's Creed Two. Okay, uh, how that you were you're like a disciple of Ezio, and he like gave you uh, this like special artifact to use and stuff. But that's about it. Then again, I've only played like an hour, so I don't know if it's going to tie into it more. Right. Uh, but it seems like it's its own little like, hey, you're this female Chinese assassin doing your own thing. And yeah, so like I said, it's it's kind of set up like challenge rooms style. There'll be like, you know, a puzzle in front of you of like there's two guards and they're walking around and you basically need to get through it. And then it'll just kind of rank you on how you did. Right. Uh, and you just kind of go through like a whole series of those in a row. And if you can never be seen, you get like gold status or whatever it is. And there's like an achievement for getting 30 of those. So I'm trying to like do a perfect run for a bit before nice. I just start beelining it a little bit. This sounds kind of fun, actually. I, I yeah, like it. It's, yeah, it's it's. It's cool. Um, There's like two I said, other ones as well on top of it. There yeah. Was, there was yeah. China, India Russia, and, and Russia. Yeah, that sounds right. I believe. Yeah. I don't know if they're all exactly the same. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming some might have like some of their own little flourishes, but I don't know if they're all like the stealth focused one. I, I think so, though. But um, anyway, yeah, if you like Mark of the Ninja, this might be worth uh, taking a look at for a bit. And it was free on Games with Gold a while back. So if you already picked it up, I mean, that's how I have it. it might be worth it. Although I've seen like, because they sold all three of them as a pack now, and I've seen that as low as like ten or fifteen bucks as well, um, online. So that that's another avenue. Nice. Um, and then I haven't played it yet, but Titanfall Two came out, and I have that, and I'm really <laughs> excited to play that. Uh, so I'll probably talk about that next week. I'm considering um, getting that too, actually. Except next week is uh, Call of Duty, and I'm more interested in that. So probably going to get that. Really, one. I keep. I feel like more people are into Titanfall than Call of Duty. I've been like, hearing the single player is ridiculously good, but like the multiplayer. In which one? Is, yeah, uh, in Titanfall. Which one? Yeah, that's what yeah. I've been hearing, and <laughs> that's why I'm real excited about it. And I only played a little bit of Titanfall one, but I enjoyed it. But I, I just keep hearing such cool things about two, and I'm interested in that single player for sure. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, but I mean, Call of Duty looks kind of cool at E3 as well, but I just keep hearing people being like, meh about it. Yeah, but I mean, it's cool to hate Call of Duty, so people just say that anyway. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, that's all I played. Why don't uh, Paul, why don't you continue us? Yeah, I'll start off with uh, Killing Room. So Killing Room is, I think it's a 10 or $20 product, but right now it's on sale for like 50% off or something. It's uh, 5 bucks, so I guess it's a $10 game. <clears throat> it's made by a company that has only made apps, like mobile games so far. So what it okay. is, is think... Is this new? Kind of. It came out about a week ago or so. Oh, okay. And it's still in early access. Like, it's super early, and that's kind of one of the problems I have with it, but we'll get to that in a sec, I guess. What am I thinking? I feel like I've been hearing about this game for, like, months or something. So, Killing Killing Floor. Maybe I'm thinking of Killing killing Floor, yeah. Yeah, it's very much, like, yeah, it's basically Killing Floor mixed with, like, The Binding of Isaac or something, or, like, Smash TV, 
So it's a first person like room to room rogue light uh, shooter. And the idea is, is that you're in this like dystopian future where you're in like a TV show or whatever. So you're fighting your way through these rooms full of monsters and then like a boss for people's enjoyment to watch you on TV. And that kind of ties into what one of their gimmicks is, is that there's an AI audience and they like you have a popularity level. And as you're more popular, you'll get like better items or whatnot. And if you're less popular, you're going to get like garbage basically to make your run harder. But it also ties into Twitch a little bit because you can actually have your own audience like vote as well you can have a real audience vote for what they give you at the end of the level and stuff like that too i haven't tested that yet that's though. cool so because it's not like it's not twitch integrated it's like you start up a run and then it gives you a url to like put in like a command or in your chat or whatever for people to click on and then they have to go through like their own web page because i guess coding for net is hard or something not like every other game in the world has done it or anything, but whatever. So <clears throat> you do all that stuff, and it's basically just like a roguelite shooter. It's fine. There's I'm actually super surprised at the quality of it for five bucks. I was expecting complete garbage, and it's a playable thing at least. My biggest problem with it is that there's only like eight floors, which means there's only eight bosses and like a few different types of enemies and like 15 different weapons. Like there's, there's not much to it. It's one of these things that I think is an okay buy $5 right now, but I see potential in it to be like super worth the money when they actually have shit in it, if they keep up with it. So I hope that's a thing, but there's not a whole, it's not like spectacular or anything. I just think it's a competent product with maybe a good future, depending on what they do with it. Is this a full release or is this like an early access thing right now? I can't. I think it's an early access thing right now, but I don't remember seeing an early access thing on it, which scares me. I know they said that updates will be free and they're going to like continuously update it or whatnot. Apparently there was supposed to be one that came out yesterday, another patch. So maybe they changed some stuff. There's uh, some clunky UI design and all that stuff. It's all kind of shitty stuff that you would expect from a game that's not completely polished and finished yet, but I do feel like if they work on it, it'll be pretty good. Um, All right. But the big one this week is John and I continue to play Resident Evil 6. Yep. And we finished off Chris's campaign this week. And man... Is that two two now? That's two two down, two to go. Yep. Okay. Halfway there. Yeah. That game's getting dumber, and I'm so happy. Yeah, right, that's good. I don't. So you're not you're not uh, mm-hmm. like you're still going strong. You're not getting tired of it. No, no, I'm loving it. I'm loving every it's second. Been, of it's it. been way funnier than I expected it to be. I was like really told a lot of negative stuff about this game and I could see some bad stuff about it. Sure. But it's been really funny. It's been really good. Yeah. The camera has been really bad in some parts. Like, yes. Yes. Holy shit. The camera. Wow, man. Um, I don't really want to get into why it got bigger and dumber because there's video evidence you can just watch and it's great (laughs) (laughs) of why, but, um, 
it continues to be solid. There's one chapter of Chris's campaign I didn't like too much, and that's because they basically just did a um, Gears of War style. Gears of War like shooter sort of thing. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, it's been wicked fun, honestly, so far. I can't wait to see what's going to happen in the last two storylines. Yeah, no, for sure. It's been great. Uh, I think we're on Jake next, and then Ada is yep. after that. Yep. Ada's going to be Can you play weird. them in any order? Or is yes. It yes. yes, you can. Okay. Well, what made you guys choose the orders you did? It's the displayed order. Okay, yeah. So you're just, okay, so you're trying to hit the most default thing? Yeah. All right. Cool. Anything else, Paul? No, that's it. All right. All right. So uh, obviously I played Resident Evil 6 with Paul. Uh, next one of that's going to be next Friday. That's where we start Jake's chapter. And I also finished up Dead Rising 3. We finish it on stream. Again? Uh, well, again. Like, <laughs> I didn't talk about it last time. I hadn't beat it by then last week. Oh, I thought you had. No, last week was when we started. No, I no, I think you'd fit it. You've beat, you finished it last week. I could have sworn. I thought I finished streaming Dead Rising three on Tuesday, and then I've been, okay. I was. Well, I mean, for fun you would day. you would definitely know better than me. I just I, that's what yeah. I thought I remembered, but whatever. Yeah. So, so now you finished it for sure, at least. Yeah. I got. Uh, I did all the DLC. Uh, I'm missing five achievements. Four from that crazy arcade DLC, which required actual people to be online to play it, which will probably never happen. And the last one right. is the is from the main game, which I will probably also not get, which is finish all the prestige point missions, which I have all but one done. And that one requires me to kill another 200,000 zombies. And for reference's sake, having beaten the game, I think it was three times, and all the DLCs, story pieces, which <laughs> counts your kills, I'm at 180. Oh, okay, well, hang on. Maybe you beat it last week, but not you know, completed it or whatever. I'm going to have to double check, but I'm pretty sure it was actually, no, maybe you're right. No, actually, yeah, maybe you're right. Okay. I thought thought so. Anyway, sorry, you finish it three times in the DLC and how many, how many did you kill? Uh, my kill counts at like 180,000 and that's separate from the 200,000. So I need to kill another 200,000 on top of that. That sucks. Yeah. I don't think you should do that. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to do it either. It. If I'm going to do that, it's going to be on a day that I'm extremely bored and waiting for like a video to render or something. Or just play one of your many backlogged games. I mean, I could do that, but Dead yeah. Rising 4 is coming up and I'm getting excited for it. Yeah. All right. Well, I feel like killing another 200,000 zombies is a good way to burn out on Dead Rising. Eh, it's therapeutic. You just get on a motorcycle and just drive through everything. All right. Well, all right. You do you. Yeah, that's all I played. Cool. Uh, I see we're joined by Shredder. Did you did you play anything no, this week? No, no, no. I played okay. Turtle Soup. <laughs> I played trying to get this small hood over these <laughs> headphones, and it's been kind of <laughs> difficult. <laughs> I was struggling with it the whole time John was talking. I was, like, moving. I, I have the one small window up, so it only shows who's talking to me at the time, so I didn't see any of it. <laughs> Okay, oh yeah, he was. He was just pan over to see you. Oh my god, that's so good. I've been playing Farmville. It's great. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like something Shredder would like. You're right. I really like. For it. a hard day of fighting those turtles, I just want to sit down and check on these Facebook notifications. I like cutting the crops. It keeps the blades sharp. Yep. Yeah. All right. Let's uh. 
Let's jump into a little bit of news. Uh, Nintendo came out and said, we're not going to talk about the Switch until January 12th. Why? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Especially it's supposed to come out in March. Like, they're not really doing much of a the, press the hype cycle here. The only thing I can think of is they're trying to make it so that people will buy the final supply of Wii U's and 3DS's during a holiday season. There's but no it's Wii U games coming. That. I know. I think they even released a list of um games, like Nintendo games, to look forward to going forward. And there's there is nothing on the Wii U side. That 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 column was like empty. Breath of the Wild's the last one, as far as I'm aware of. Yeah, yeah, which like doesn't count at this point. That's yeah. a that's a Switch game. Um, but anyway, yeah. So no more news. Nintendo will be showing off major details uh, on a January 12th presentation, which will include price, launch date, and the games in development. Maybe they're trying to release it like a secret. I don't know. That's they're all being really weird about it. Uh, yeah, supposedly, they're only like saying they're going to sell two million before the end of the fiscal year, which is the end of March. Which is well, it's supposed to launch in March, so they don't have a ton of time. That's true before the end of it. And uh, there's been a, a leak, apparently confirmed by Eurogamer, that it is uh, a 720p screen with multi-touch. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah, sure, that's not bad at all. I'll take it. Yeah. It's better than the Wii U. So true. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so I guess uh, the speculation continues until January. That's so weird. Like I'm so used to, uh, you know, E3s like one two years in advance for the next console, and from like Xbox and for PlayStation. But and then Nintendo's like, oh, we're gonna do this all in like two months. Uh, good luck, I guess, to Nintendo. They're trying something. Especially after like the Wii U just kind of failing from like a marketing standpoint. Now they're just like, well, we're just going to double down. Just hard mode. That's how Nintendo lives. We live life hard mode. But uh, we live life hard mode. <laughs> they, yeah. they look like they say they're teasing some like like not all the features of it have been revealed and like some big things going to come out during January. But I don't know. I don't believe it. I just find it weird that no one's being like, yeah, this, this is a launch title for this console yet. Like, the only thing is Ubisoft with Just Dance, which was like a no-brainer. Like, a, of course it is. Right. Well, maybe Breath of the Wild is a launch title. And that, too, unless that's been delayed again. Well, we don't know that yet, but maybe. <clears throat> Speaking of hard uh, mode, um, in Costume Quest 2, one of the... You can play as a... One of the costumes is a candy corn. Yeah. Who won't fight. He actually won't do anything. Oh. Um, so if one of your characters is dressed as the candy corn, every time it's that person's turn, it, it just gives you a line of dialogue about candy corn or just about the character. So it'll be something like candy corn is going to take a pass on this one. <laughs> and then, uh, and there's, um, apparently double fine wrote like upwards of a thousand lines for that. Oh my God. But, um, it, you can play the whole game. And if you keep candy corn in your party, uh, you get an achievement called hard corn mode. Oh my God. That's pretty um, good. But I really wanted to keep Candy Corn because I think those lines were all just like silly enough that I was like chuckling each time. Like you're getting stuff like Candy Corn is a pacifist. Candy Corn doesn't take orders from you. Um, Candy Corn is getting angry. 
just all these just silly ones but uh but, but you have to play through the game with only basically two characters as opposed to three so it gets a lot harder uh all right next news story uh playstation plus titles for november i'm actually excited for some of these uh everyone's gone to the rapture i've been wanting to play that yeah to PlayStation 4. for free i think that would probably to. be a good play for sure um the deadly tower of monsters i don't know what this is but hmm. okay uh that's also on playstation 4 on playstation 3 you get dirt 3 and costume quest 2 that's pretty cool that's all right and on vita you get letter quest remastered it and brackets it says cross buy on P- playstation 4 so maybe you get that on ps4 as well i don't know and pumped bmx plus which is cross buy on playstation 3 and playstation 4 i don't know what any of these are one looks like a bmx game there you go and last news story here is the games with gold titles. I haven't even looked at these yet. Xbox One, you get Super Dungeon Bros. Whatever that is. Uh-huh. And Murdered Soul Suspect. Yeah. Which is... That game's all that right. Game. For, that game's all right. <laughs> free is a good garbage. price for that game, for sure. Yeah, no, for, you know what? For right. free, you're absolutely right. And on 360, you get Monkey Island Special Edition and that's far cool. cry 3 blood dragon nice Th- that's really those are two good it's games really good actually yeah oh. uh Do you, and yeah especially because all of these uh 360 gold games should always be backwards compatible that's you know four games for your xbox one to play as you guys um, have any idea what super dungeon bros is i've heard the name but i can't place it in my mind right yeah, now. yeah i have two i'm just looking it up right now actually okay. because i definitely heard it the games with gold thing Uh, it looks like some kind of robot. You know what? I don't actually recognize like a dual this. stick shooter or something. Yeah, looks like a dual stick shooter, maybe with some co op. I don't know. It looks kind of cool. Maybe John. Maybe we should play some co op. Maybe this does look. I feel like I've seen this somewhere. I probably saw it at a at a PAX. You know what it looks like? It looks like um, Lara Croft and the Temple of Osiris. Those ones in the kinda, Guardian of Light. Yeah. yeah. Kinda, or like but like more but like mixed with um castle crashers yeah it does look cool so in november john you uh we should find an evening and play some of that i have to pick up a a new hard drive for my ps4 i'm gonna do that either today or tomorrow and get it expanded because i have a bunch of games i want to play and it's just like there's no hard drive space anymore okay this is on the xbox but that's a cool thing Sorry, I for some reason thought because <laughs> I, I was looking at PS4 posts for it, so I thought we were talking about PS4. Sorry. Oh, okay. No, I, I cool. have room on my Xbox. I have room on my Xbox. I don't have room on my Xbox. Every time a new game comes out, I have to d- delete so I, many I old things. I have bought a two terabyte hard drive that's plugged into it. That yes, yeah, so I still things? have the 500 gigs, and like Gears alone was 80 gigs. That's an 80 gig game. Yep. Like, damn. Anyway. Now, that's actually it for news. I have one uh, thing I, I can have, add, actually. Oh, I have two okay. things if they're not the same thing. Wait, are you asking if both of your things are the same thing? Paul, you go first. Okay, mine is that they also <laughs> announced uh, Twitch Prime rewards for next month. Oh, they did. Yeah, run. let's run through those. Okay. Uh, so, Watch Dogs 2 in-game content. Uh, cool. It's a Twitch hoodie, right? 
it's a Twitch hoodie. It's an XP boost, uh, some pixel art customization pack, skin for characters, vehicle, weapon, and drone, and guts, grit, no, and normally, liberty customization pack of skins for character and vehicle. Normally, I would say a Twitch hoodie in the game, that's pretty lame. It makes but sense here. I, As someone that works in San Francisco, you actually see a lot of those hoodies. Yeah. No, it totally uh, makes sense. So that actually makes sense. Uh, this War of Mine Anniversary Edition. I've heard good things about that. That's a great game. I highly recommend people check that out. And, and Punch Club. Free. These are the free games you're getting. Yeah. And Punch Club. Tiny nice. Builds uh, Punch Club that I don't have, I've been interested in, and now I'll get it for free. So there you nice. go. Do you... Do- I haven't looked into the free games on Twitch yet. I guess I probably should because I'm just. I, them I watched someone play Streamline the other day. It actually looks kind of interesting, but I think the free game ends end of the month. I should probably just download, download Streamline. Streamline. How yeah. is it a direct download? Is it you get it on Steam? You have to get like some app for it. I forget. Yeah, Steam is. has like a downloader now or something, or Twitch rather has like a thing for this okay. game. There's it can redeem it in Steam like. Or is it going to be separate from Steam at all all the time? I have no idea. I didn't download it either yet. Yeah, I'm going to look into that. I guess I have two days to get streamlined. So, yeah, I got it too. Sorry, John. Go ahead with yours. Uh, mine are two games that people have been waiting for have finally gone gold, including mm. Final Fantasy 15 and The Last Guardian. Yes. Oh, I, did, I thought The Guardian had already gone gold. No, it went this gold this week. Okay. So is, both games actually going to be sticking to the release dates for once. Are you picking both these up, John? Yes. Gonna play, really? You're going to play through Final Fantasy 15? I'll probably play a little bit of it and then stop, knowing me. But okay, uh, yeah. Last Guardian I've actually been waiting for for a while. I, I yeah, like Last Guardian. Sure. Yeah. I'll pick up Last Guardian. Final Fantasy 15 looks interesting, but there's no way I'm playing through a Final Fantasy 15 game right now. I'm not 14 with a summer vacation. True, you're yeah. not. You're I'm right. Not. Um, all right. Any that's it for news? Is that right? Yep. All right. Emails, questions, questions, and emails. I'm so excited. Uh, why are you um, excited? There's one specific Paul. one that we'll get to, and you'll know. Yeah, just 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 calm down. And just also, down. this has Paul, nothing to do with you, John. Okay. For one, Paul, can I put my glasses on so I can in? actually read this. Yeah, you'll need to read some of them. Can I take mine uh, off so I can actually costume read off? It? Costume off. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to keep mine on. You can take yours off if you want. Okay, Paul. Where can people send questions in? Top down perspective at gmail.com, TDP podcast on Twitter. Top down perspective on Facebook. Uh, John's PO box. Uh, Reddit. You're, I mean, don't do the Reddit. We won't see it. <laughs> Honestly, hey, I'm subscribed wow, wow, to that Reddit. No I, I am too, it. but like, I don't check <laughs> so, Reddit often, just in general. Okay, I'm gonna read this first email. Yeah, I actually have to take my glasses off for this one. Uh, I know I'm probably <laughs> spamming cheater. the inbox, but I found some breaking news on eBay until Sunday at six p. What is this? Okay, oh and on eBay until Sunday at six p.m. Central Time, there is an Ouya signed by Lavar Burton. I feel like it would be a great addition to the Proton John Museum of Gaming. And then there's a link to it. Oh yeah, you can put a, a bid in. It's one day left. Um, I don't think any, no one's bid for this thing yet. I yeah, can't I imagine know. why. 
holy shit, it's like I can see for the first time. It's so bright in this room. <laughs> John, you could have a LeVar Burton signed Ouya. I don't right. know how those two things relate. I don't I don't like I don't know who went up to LeVar Burton and said, please sign my Ouya. Um The smartest like man in the rainbow? world. Yeah. Clearly uh, okay. three people um, are watching it right now, so I can buy it well, now I mean, for I just 149 clo- US. <clears throat> uh, my question about this is what is the most interesting signed item you have or have gotten signed or wanted to get signed? For me, it was a Green Lantern. For me, I have a Green Lantern hat twice signed by Kevin Smith. I got it at one of his shows uh, when I got to sit on stage with him. Twice signed? So, like, you went <laughs> back to him twice and it was like, hey, remember you signed this hat? Can you do it again? Just want to see if his signature changed. If it's, yeah, if it's changed just for, yeah, academic purposes. This actually reminds Mm. me. Do you still have that game that you signed, John? (laughs) Yes, because I haven't been able to find a replacement copy of it. Which game is it? Hey, that. Tales of the Abyss for 3DS. Tales of the Abyss, right. I couldn't remember what the game was, and I was thinking about it the other day. No need to get a replacement (laughs) copy, man. That game works fine. Um, Probably. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Do I have any? Did he, is he asking for games signed? Uh, no, I think just anything. signed. Yeah. I have. I have my Mass Effect three box signed by uh, the voice actor of the dude. Mark Meir. Mark Meir. I knew it was Mark, but I, I couldn't remember his last name. Um. I have one of those, one of the latest uh, Winnie the Pooh movies signed by the voice of, uh, I think, Pooh and Tigger. I think he does, I think it's the same guy, which was cool. Oh, I have a Goofy movie on DVD signed. Okay. Nice. Uh, that, that was pretty good by, um, I don't even remember who signed it now. Mm. Maybe the voice actor of Goofy? I can't remember. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't think I have any like other games signed by anyone. Right. What about, what about you guys? Uh, I've got copies of Earthworm Jim 1 and 2 signed by Tommy Tallarico, who did the music, and nice. Doug Tenaple, who created Earthworm Jim. And I've got a copy of Seaman for the Dreamcast signed by Leonard Nimoy, who was, an, who was the good. narrator in the game. That's pretty good. That's really good. Yeah. Did you get these signed or did you buy them with the I signature got, I on I got there? them signed. Okay. That's kind of sketchy buying it with the signature on there. Cause like, yeah, yeah, just a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Paul? I have a bunch of random shit signed that I didn't even remember. Like the other day when I was unpacking some games, I forgot I have like Black Ops signed by like the dude who voices the main dude in that. Just like shit like that because at the Calgary Expo... It would be like, oh, all these voice actors are coming, and I would just pack like a thing that they were all in, and then if I ran into yeah. them, I would just say, "Sign this," basically. <laughs> so there's yeah, just I think, random I think everything shit from signed. my list was Calgary Expo. Yeah, yeah. So there's just like random shit signed that I like forgot I even owned there around that don't really matter. Um, one of my favorite things is 
I got a signature from all of Nine Inch Nails that were touring at the time in the year 20, 2005, I guess it would have been. I'm trying to remember what it was they signed. I think it was the CD that came out at that time. So that's probably my favorite. Oh. I have a Walking Dead poster, uh, the game, uh, from when season one, when like episode two had just come out. Yeah. And I was at PAX, and that's signed by two of the main writers... And like the main project, like creative lead and stuff, they all signed it. So that's cool. I don't. I need to find that poster. I should put that poster up. Oh yeah, this copy of Starbomb is signed by those guys. Cool. I don't know. Random stuff is signed here. Like not. I think the most impressive one is probably the Leonard Nimoy one that John has because that's such a great thing to get signed. Seaman. It's pretty good. It's, it's pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. All right, uh, Paul, you're you're ready for the second one, right? Yeah. So VGC Kenny wrote in, and he says, "Hello, TDP. Here oh are the God. first batch of podcast names. The context is highlighted in black, but if you highlight it with your mouse, it'll show you what the text is. You probably know that, but I'm paranoid about this kind of stuff, so I hope you understand. Have fun guessing the context of each one." Some might be easier than others. Also, my question for this week is hidden in the context of last week's title. So for anybody who doesn't remember, just as a quick primer, VGC Kenny is the one that says wrote in a while ago saying he's going through the backlog, catching up or whatever. And he was thinking of like episode titles and why we don't do episode titles. So he I you guys say, like, don't waste your time. I said, no, do it. And he did it. Yeah. Yeah, all right. So we have a bunch of episodes. So he, he, he has about two months worth, so like eight episodes, I think I looked at briefly. Yeah. Yeah, about that. So Paul has the doc opened. He's going to read the title to us. We're going to try and guess, and then he's going to reveal it. I've, Paul doesn't know them either. No, I only know the first one, and you guys will probably <laughs> guess what it is when you hear it. So here is the first episode title from 08 to, or 260816. This is not the first time we've looked up Waldo lore. We're supposed to guess what the what the reason is. What, what the context? Yeah, why is. is it called that? Yeah, because I was playing Where's Waldo for the uh, NES, and we started talking about the show and like Odd Law and all the other characters. And yeah, and then I mentioned I think we've actually had this exact conversation yep. before. <laughs> yep. So you you guys are right. That's why I was saying right. like you could probably guess this one. <laughs> yep, that one was pretty easy. Okay, what about September fourth, twenty sixteen's Fleshy Souls? fleshy souls i don't think john was here for this one. he wasn't no, here for this say, one you guys would have been talking about yokai watch too yep. because of the names that's it yeah yep okay yeah. yokai watch and then yeah and then the emails was asking like what's the hardest souls game and i said it's fleshy souls yeah i don't know if that's part of that but yeah yeah that totally was part of that so his context he okay. writes the sub the subtitle to one of the versions of yokai watch 2 paul noted that if you were to title the podcast this would be the title for that episode this is what kicked off the whole thing Mm. okay yeah okay september 11th 2016 it's cool to hate on molyneux so what did peter molyneux do i think think, oh i I remember this was i here for this or is this when we were talking about goddess and how like whether yeah the guy that must be didn't get paid yeah the guy probably didn't get paid for uh winning the curiosity contest okay so i think you're both wrong okay i'm pretty sure this was see I feel like I know I'm going to know the most because I put together the news section each time. Anyway, right. 
Um, I believe there's a there was another game that came out in New Zealand on the App Store from Twenty Two Cans, and then we started shit talking Molyneux because like Goddess is still broken. That totally sounds plausible, actually. Yeah. What's the What's the context? Okay, let's see. The context is John reassuring Sean that it's okay to talk shit about Peter Molyneux because it's the cool thing to do because he's been kind of terrible. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) Sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. Reading the title again now. Yeah. Okay, sure. Uh, September 17th, 2016. Kit Kat Bar. The pop figure is the title. (laughs) Talking about how shitty pop figures are and Sean collecting Kit Kats, so probably just combine the two. Yeah, okay, probably. I remember us talking about pop figures. I don't remember how the Kit Kat bar related to it, but maybe it's just a, a combination of like what we were collecting and stuff. Yeah. Uh, were we talking about chocolate bars as pop figures as well? Maybe well, no. Oh, I don't no. remember that. We were talking about what do people collect, and Sean says yeah. he collects Kit Kat bars or whatever, different flavors or something like that. Yeah, weird ones. Yeah, I found I found a shinsu apple last week how was it he said like bad like cough medicine oh that's really it was bad ta- it was terrible it was really bad anyway yeah uh, <laughs> what didn't I peter we molly do <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah yeah in the chat someone said what didn't peter molyneux do and then i said what didn't okay peter you got molyneux me do? you got me <laughs> That's what Paul's laughing uh, okay, at. Okay, anyways, um, the Kit Kat... Okay, the context is Sean befuddled by the amount of pop figures there are that he would not be surprised if there was one based on a Kit Kat bar. Okay, we were close. Hey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's true. I bet there's one based on, like, everything. Yeah, that's true. Okay, September 24th, 2016. A podcast we're all on. I'm guessing this is... We were because, actually all home for yeah, once. that's what I thought, too. So maybe, yeah, maybe the last few was when John was away or something on trip or something. Yeah, I don't actually remember specifically. I, I would have been getting ready to go at this point for TwitchCon. The next week would have been TwitchCon. Okay. Right. He would have been on the week before when we were talking about things we collect, though. Yeah, yeah. he would have. So, so I don't know. I don't I, know. And, I, and I usually say something like, hey, I think we're all on. Or a podcast world. Yeah, it's probably that. I, I, my guess is it's we didn't have like an intro topic and we just started being goofy about how we're all here. Or probably. Something. That's probably okay. It. That's yeah, my guess. I agree. I can agree with that. <clears throat> the context he writes is John singing the TDP theme as if it were the national anthem to the nations of America, Canada <laughs> oh, right. and Bon Jovi land. <laughs> what does that have to do with the title? <laughs> That I I said was uh, that a lyric? A top in your song? Oh, perspective he, of yeah. podcast world. Yeah. Like that. Yes, oh, he did. That's yeah. Right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. I forgot about that. You know what? We lost that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were. Yeah, we, were we lost off. that one. We were pretty off. Okay. Um, October seventh, twenty sixteen. Who's Brad Wilson? Well, we're getting that one anytime soon. Yeah, that one's that one's pretty easy. Yeah, yeah John's weird ticket fiasco. Okay, his context: the riddle John had to answer to board a plane. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's really that's good. That's good. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> oh, this is becoming my favorite segment now. I favorite. think actually, wait. I think we came up with that. I think it was like before you get on this plane. You must f- answer this question, who is Brad Wilson? <laughs> I'm not sure if we came up with that or not. 
but anyway thanks for writing that back that's really good okay <laughs> we got two more <clears throat> october 15th 2016 it gets dumber what was the date october 15th october so 15th two weeks ago, two, okay, weeks so two ago. episodes ago it gets dumber i have no idea how are we even talking about I want to. Th- uh, my guess is it was something in the email section, maybe, but I don't. I have no idea. It was probably a a game we were talking about, or like a news piece. That wasn't when you had me playing that high hidden game by mom. No, that was earlier this year. Yeah, that was like in the summer. Okay, well, what games? I don't know, what is it, Paul? What games were we playing two weeks ago? Because I'm. I know. I like your track. You're on, John. <laughs> that sounds like something okay, we would have said two in weeks response ago. to something. Probably Resident Evil 6, then, because that should have been when we started Resident Evil 6. You're right. Yeah, you both are playing Resident Evil 6. And I was saying how Homer told me to tell, like, that it gets dumber from here. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Okay, yeah, I'll agree with that. Let's see. So the context he writes is, Paul telling John what a friend of the show, Hank, told him about Resident Evil 6 and reassuring him that stupidity lives on in Resident Evil. Nice. Got it. Nice. Nice. I feel we shouldn't be allowed to look back on uh, in the dock, though. That's true. I didn't look back in the dock. I know, I know. I'm just like because I scrolled down it, but I just feel like we got to make that rule. Sure. Okay. Fair enough. And last week's the 22nd of October, Bone Brothers. So just a week ago, Bone Brothers. I remember Bone Brothers. I'm pretty sure I said it. What? Because uh, yeah, I remember it was. Paul was laughing at it. It was a goof on the whole like Blood Brothers thing. I think like breaking your friend's arm or something or bones. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, now yeah. They're Bone Brothers. Okay, yeah. I think that's what it was. Yeah, because the question was, what is something <laughs> that's not better with friends? And I said breaking your arm. You're right. Yeah. And then I think I just said Bone. And then brothers, you said Bone Brothers. Yeah. And I said that's not what <clears throat> that doesn't mean. What you think it means? Yes. That's yes. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, John almost spit take. John almost did a spit take. That's so good. Anyways. I forgot about that completely. <laughs> the context he writes is what you refer to your friends by if you break their arm and they break your arm, according to Sean. Also, would you consider becoming Bone Brothers and calling yourselves Top Down Bone Spective from then on? No, absolutely no. not. This, no. <laughs> Thank you for writing in. Yeah, that's. That's quickly becoming one of my favorite goofs on this podcast is oh that type God. of email. The, co- the right. little I guess, gimmick. I guess we'll get another section in two months. That was, sure. that was funny. That was pretty good. Uh, John, you're up. All right. Next one comes to us from... Hmm. Hang on, I got the wrong document open. Eduardo. Eduardo. Two-parter. Part one. When you're playing a super hard platformer like Super Meat Boy, do you prefer it when the hardest part of the stage is at the end of the stage or the beginning? Well, the beginning. Beginning, Every time, easily. Oh, for sure. Beginning. When I, I initially, when I first thought of this, I thought of um, Guitar Hero Two Freebird. Yeah, <laughs> and how it's like five minutes of just slow, super easy, yeah. and then it gets crazy, and that just becomes such a slog to just wait through. Yeah, yeah, totally. So beginning, I'd rather just t- be able to hit it over and over again, and then be done. Yep. The the only time having the hard part of the beginning sucks is when you get through the hard part and then you screw up the easy stuff right in front of the end because then it's like, I knew how to do this. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But I, I, I would still pick 
hard first because yeah waiting to get to the hard part is just annoying and then if you just start like messing up and you don't even get to that hard part it's like oh come on because you, you're you're like trying to go through it faster and you're taking shortcuts yeah <clears throat> yeah for sure Part two, is there anything you do when you're playing a really hard game that helps you concentrate? I notice that when I'm playing a really hard game, I tend to bite my tongue. Oh, uh, I, I lean forward. I bite my lip a bit. I also bite my lip. Where, where on your lip do you bite? Um, about like, I bite like the corner. Sometimes I, I tend to bite. Sometimes I'll bite down like right on the front, but usually it's the sides. Yeah, I'll I'll like bite the corner with like like your canines kind of and I'll be like kind of chewing on that and I won't even notice until like after the hard part or whatever. But I definitely do that. All right. Um I think it uh, it's me next with Yep, Bob Saget. Uh, B- Bob Saget. All right. Bob Saget. There's been a lot of arguments relating to the use of pronouns going on at post-secondary institutions. Recently, a professor at University of Toronto was forced to use gender-neutral pronouns or risk losing his tenure. What? Being an, being an upper-year engineering student, I wasn't aware of this happening at any universities until this summer. Uh, though looking into it, it appears it's been happening the past couple of years here and there. What are your guys' thoughts on this? Is it a genuine problem? Uh, a problem made by people with no real problems, so they made one up? Do people need to grow thicker skin or is it political correctness getting carried away? I mean, people need to grow a thicker skin and political correctness is getting carried away. It's both. but at the same time, I understand like why people want to be preferred to by their <coughs> sure. correct pronoun. So I understand. get why yeah. I get why asking someone to use gender neutral pronouns, but having them lose their tenure over it seems a bit stupid. It's it seems yeah like yeah, a that's overkill it, that's overkill it's a bit of overkill especially because you're dealing with like something that has been like it's an institution like we're kind of used to this it's just like yeah it's like when I just refer to a group of people as hey guys and sure there's probably some girls in there you know what I mean it's just like that's just the common sure. terminology yeah yeah but I, I on the other side I do understand you know you know girls want to yeah. be called girls or you want to be called whatever you want to be called yep uh. So, I mean, like, I don't know, give him a break. I think it's it's a, a little of everything. I think it's a little bit of an actual problem. I think it's a little bit of a problem that's made up because things like we're in like first world problem style. Totally. I think it's yep. I think everyone needs a thicker skin in general about everything. And yep. it is a little weird, too much political correctness. I think I just the main thing that gets me is that like if, if he's going around actually saying like, if, if someone says, like, can you please refer to me as a she, and he's still insisting on saying he, then yeah, that's, that's a problem. Different. But it, Th- yeah. yeah. And that's a that's a different problem at that point. Like, and now yeah. he's just being rude. Yeah, for sure. But if he's not doing that, and he's just being, like, his tenure's being risked because he just didn't say, like, they or them, because and he was just, like, referring to them correctly anyways, like, that's like, what the hell? Why? I don't know. The worst part, it's usually just, like, not even the people that you would think would get mad about this type of stuff, get mad about this stuff. It's like other people for them. (laughs) It's weird. I don't know. Yeah. Thicker skin needs to happen, but people need to not be assholes at the same time. That simple. Yeah. All right. uh, Continuing. Uh, Also, someone in my residence submitted a petition with almost 200 student signatures to have Apache 
made an acceptable pronoun due to an increase in people <laughs> identifying as attack helicopters. Needless <laughs> to say, some students at my university think this stuff is ridiculous. That would work better if Apache also didn't refer to Native Americans. Yep. Yeah, that's what I originally, when I was reading through it, that was what popped into my head, and then I finished the sentence, and that's really funny. But anyway, yeah, that's a, that's a fun goof. Um, all right, uh, he has some video game question, though. At what point do you think DLC is unnecessary? Obviously, day one DLC and purely cosmetic stuff is is kind of a dick move, but where do you draw the line of DLC being completely... Oh, sorry. Uh, being unnecessary slash just a ripoff. Or mm, so I'm actually going to disagree. I'm going to disagree with this person. <clears throat> Cosmetic stuff is, I think, is fine. Yep. I mean, like we're we're all three of us are into skins and Overwatch. Yeah. Sure. <clears throat> um, and the second one, uh, I don't think D- day one DLC is bad. I agree. Uh, the I'm reason that happens so often is because John, you just mentioned games go gold, or like over a month maybe before they come out yeah what is the company going to do they're just going to sit there and wait until people start finding bugs and that's why we also get day one patches all the time is they're still working on it so would you rather them just sit around and not you know these people have need to do something to get money so yeah they're either going to sit around and do nothing or they can start working on the first bit of dlc um i remember gears three this was a big issue right because there was like on disc dlc as well uh the fighting games have had the worst for it uh mm-hmm. street fighter versus tekken or whatever that was that one had it pretty bad and one of the mortal Kombat's did as well yeah because people just feel like they're getting just locked out of what should be there if it's already on the disc yeah and you're just you're just paying for like a like a 25 kilobyte unlock is what you're paying for i mean i can kind of see that too i think what it all comes down to is do you feel that what you got when you for the initial price was worth it or or do you feel that this piece of dlc should have been in the game like because it was was that significant yeah i like i don't i don't understand why people have problem with cosmetic dlc because if you don't want it you don't have to buy it i don't have problem with anybody for a single player game any dlc at all the market should decide whether or not they think it's a good deal and pay accordingly. It's when you get into multiplayer stuff and there are there is DLC that gives a group of people with more money a serious advantage over other people who paid for the product is like to play with, basically. That's what I'm not okay with. Single player, you should be throw all the DLC out there you want, let people decide what they'll pay for. Like one that I'm not a huge fan of for single player though is I think back to Asura's Wrath where they sold oh, yeah. like the true ending as that, DLC. That was stupid. Mm-hmm. Which is weird. I mean, they gave the game an ending, but then saying, "Well, here's the actual ending." It's like, shouldn't the actual ending have been in that game? Like, so what you're telling well, me? I mean, no, it's a marketing. You sold tactic. me an unfinished game. No, they sold you no, a, marketing tactic, a marketing tactic, and then you fell for it and bought another ending when you didn't have to. Right, but you know that was on me for enjoying the game enough well, that's that I wanted it. more of it. Exactly, so that's fine. Yeah, I, I, it is. It is all personal, uh, for sure. But uh, yeah, it, like it, it's, it's going to be yeah personal, subjective. It comes down to: Do you feel like what you originally bought was worth it? Mm. Um, and then, how do you feel about this DLC existing kind of thing? Actually, uh, but mm-hmm. the time frame, I I think I don't care about the time frame at all. Sure. What Homer is bringing up is super important, actually. With um, 
patches, day one patches being super huge and people with like caps on their bandwidth and stuff like that, that is a problem. <laughs> yeah. I'd also but, like to point yeah. out the case of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5, where <laughs> Let's not the only thing that. that was on the disc was the training mode, yeah. and you had to download a day one patch to access the rest of the game. I mean, that's really funny to me, but yeah. <laughs> I get why that happened because they lost the rights to the series, but still, that's really stupid. That is weird. I didn't know that actually, but that's weird. That's really funny. <laughs> All right, uh, Paul, you're up. Yep. Sorry, I'm just, <clears throat> I missed where we are. So Joshua Graham wrote in and said, so I recently played Killer7. It was nice. fun, but sure was something else. Have that's you played? The, that's the right response <laughs> to have about Killer Seven. Yeah, for sure. Have you played it? And if so, what was your opinion of it? Also, any other weird games, new and old, you'd recommend? I loved Killer Seven. That's why Dan Smith is my avatar on Twitter. Yeah, uh, and I has been okay. forever, yeah. right? You've never changed yeah. it. I don't think I've ever changed my Twitter avatar. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, no, I love um, I love Kill Seven. It's great. Uh, gameplay yeah. doesn't hold up very well, but the weirdness of the story definitely does. Totally, I'm with you. Okay, there there's a ton of weird games out there that we could recommend. Why don't we so we can like wrangle ourselves in a bit? Why don't we recommend things that would be kind of thematically similar? If you've anything, Suda Fifty One has any, made. Yeah, any Grasshopper shit, basically. Yeah. yeah. So no more heroes. That's what I was thinking Lollipop, immediately. No chainsaw. Yep. Uh. Shadow of the Dam. I was just trying to remember Shadow of the Dam's name. Yeah, Shadow of the Dam's is really cool. I really want to try Diabolical Pitch so bad. <laughs> oh man, is that the Connect, the Connect one? That's a Connect one. I should get that. Like I have those consoles. And every I, I, wait, it's on 360 though, right? Yes. Yeah. I don't think my 360 Connect is down here, so I'd have to get that. But Diabolical Pitch just sounds weird. Yeah. Um, by extension, maybe anything by Sweary. Uh, I feel is kind of similar thematically. Sure. I uh, still you know, yet to uh, play Spy Fiction, which was his first. Yeah, game. I mean, I have yeah. two copies of that game. Some for some reason, um, specifically from Sweary, that's the, like the closest to it is what was that episodic one he just did? Oh, D four. D four. That's a that's a pretty good one. I mean, Deadly Premonition is super weird as well, but just thematically, D four would be similar to Killer Seven. And both, you know, aesthetically as well. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Did you guys see... Do you guys know the uh, game... The... What is it? Men of G- Game Dev calendar that comes yeah, out I each saw, year? Yeah, I saw the sweary picture. Did you see that sweary picture? Yeah, you, you're both nodding yes for the people listening. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, if people want to look this up, look up sweary 65s or just, I guess, sweary's um, Men of Game Dev calendar picture... He's got this crazy back tattoo of his name with his stuffed monkey that he carries around all over with him. And he's in like one of those sumo wrestler underwear things. I don't really know how to describe it. Um, and he's and he has a katana, right? Going along his back. And yeah. it's, he's all in the dark. It's it's awesome. It's one yeah. of probably one of my favorite game developer pictures since... <laughs> Hideo Kojima's company like corporate photo up on the roof uh, for the people who remember those pictures that picture it's super good 
Yeah. And I mean, yeah, there's right. a lot of weird games out there, so. All right. Uh, uh, next one is Cody's. Many people are praising Nintendo for dropping optical discs in favor of cartridges. Do you think Sony and Microsoft will adopt this, seeing as optical media is becoming less popular? Uh, um, eventually, here's the problem I have. I think uh, cartridges are close to being back in the lead, but they're not quite there yet. I believe the rumor going around about the Switch's cartridges is that they'll start with a capacity of 16 gigabytes. Okay. Which that seems huge. That does seem huge until you realize that uh, like a, a double-layered blue disc or Blu-ray disc is 60 gigs. Yeah, although if you think of SD cards, they have ones that are over 100 gigs. Yeah, and like that's the point, but like that's not in the affordable range yet. Like you're not going to see Nintendo mass producing 100 gig that's cartridges true. for a couple years. Right. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I think in a couple years you might see companies thinking about switching to that at some point, but for now, I would imagine it's not quite there yet. Discs are probably cheaper to produce. That too. I would assume that because yeah, you're just burning the disc, you know, burning the data onto the disc as opposed to like yeah, putting a, a chip into this you know p- plastic casing. Um. I think cartridges run quieter, don't they? Because you don't have a disc reader. Yeah. You're not spinning up the disc. So also less power. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like if for if Microsoft ever does another console, I wouldn't be shocked if they didn't. Uh, Sony, I'm also not sure about either. I wouldn't be surprised if like the PlayStation 5 era would be all cartridge. But Sony also owns the rights to Blu-ray, so maybe not. Right. Well, aren't xbox one discs blu-rays now yes yeah i believe so so they're, they're paying I mean, the fee on that because yeah people yeah. will license that out hebrew lantern in the chat saying uh, blu-rays are actually 50 gigs okay he's, he's saying each layer on a double layered blu-ray is 25 gigs okay but so still you get my point though like it yeah in the affordable range like cartridges sd cards like are not yeah. quite there yet they yeah. exist but they're too expensive i like cartridges because um i guess it's usually just for portable stuff though they don't get scratched as easily but then again neither do blu-rays so yeah. my point is now mute that now that i think about it yeah i remember back at eb games when they'd be like uh you got to try and sell the scratch protection on on the playstation 3 games and it's like why they have a protective layer on them they're a blu-ray no no one would want no one would no one should buy this yeah yeah. Um, yeah, it's stupid. Microsoft and Sony are going to do whatever is cheaper. Nintendo has always been the gaming industries. We don't really care if we lose a little bit of money. We're going to do it this way for this time. So if CDs are still cheaper, Blu-rays or whatever, that they're going to stay with it. They wouldn't change. I mean, Nintendo does has been doing discs on their consoles for years. You know, mm-hmm. ever since the GameCube. So it's three consoles. They've done discs. Well, they so did find doing discs. discs too. Yeah, exactly. They tried different mm-hmm. stuff out. But like Microsoft and Sony are not about trying different stuff out in any capacity, really. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, the GameCube was mini discs. The Wii were just DVDs. Regular discs. I don't know. Yeah, exactly probably. The, the yes. Wii ones were. Um, although the Wii could not read DVD movies, which is weird. Uh, yeah. And then the Wii U, it's those it's those cool round, like smooth discs. 
right <laughs> which is which are fun sure yeah, anyway uh okay a spy gadget says i recently just went through a tough week in college where multiple assignments seemed to be due in a flurry and experienced an emotional breakdown because i felt like everyone else was better than me and that i would be a failure in real life since i was uh, presumably doing stuff similar to what I do in a, a job in my field. My questions are these. In university, did you guys lose hope or feel a huge amount of stress at any point? And if so, how did you manage to cope with it? Uh, not, yep, that definitely not, happened to me. Not just in university, like every fucking week of my life. So <laughs> I understand this for sure. I had a pretty rough mental breakdown halfway through my degree. So Yeah. That's pretty standard for like college university time for sure. Unfortunately, unfortunately, yeah. Mm-hmm. I I did pretty good. Um, I mean, I I mean, I was doing art school, so I I guess I kind of found it easy because it was like what I was super into, and I didn't have to like study that much, and we didn't really have tests, so it's kind of a different thing. Uh, I remember at the very beginning though, I got pretty stressed cause I hadn't le- like learned university yet. Sure. Uh, and I remember like halfway through first semester, I got like a first midterm back and it was like the lowest mark I'd gotten in years, like from like high school. And I remember that like, just like freaking me out and being like, how am I, oh, man, I got to phone my parents and just tell them like, yeah, guys, I like screwed up. And I remember that was pretty annoying. Uh, but you know, you work through it and then you, you know, but that, that was it. Like yeah. I said, university was pretty, pretty cool for me. Cool. That's good. Uh, and he has a second one. Oh, sorry. Go, John. Best way to cope with it, have friends and talk to them about it. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yep. I know th- work together when you feel like you have stuff due, it's like the end of the world is happening. Just step away from it. Like get away from all of that shit for an hour or two. Go do something fun. Relax. Yeah, actually, in relation to that, as I, uh, because I would go to the gym pretty often during school, which was really important for me because, like I said, since I was in art school, the hardest part was always coming up with the idea of what I needed to do. Yeah. And I like, couldn't work until I had an idea. So I was like, well, I'm not going to just sit here and wait for an idea. So going to the gym just allowed me to give me time of like, okay, I need to make sure I'm hitting these objectives. What can I do? And like formulate my plan. And then after that, I could just kind of like start banging it out and get to work. Yeah. Um, and a follow up: How much of what you did in university classes uh, did you enjoy doing? Fifty mm, percent. Uh, I, I had a bunch of courses I enjoyed, and there was a bunch of courses I hated. That's it's standard. <laughs> sure. Yeah. My, mine was probably fifty percent, like Paul. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll say fifty as well. My school, it, they forced us to take classes outside of our degree. Yeah. To be a well-rounded I, student. I, I was going to say options were like the best. Because some of the options I got to take were like drama, uh, or so that's the thing, yeah, or like the and history of Jimi Hendrix. At, see, at my school, since I was an art student, my option classes had to be sciences and Ooh, social sciences. So I was stuck doing like uh, sociology, psychology, and I like hated all these classes. And that's probably where I did the worst because I didn't care, and I actually had to do tests and stuff and like and study stuff I did not care about. But then all the people in those degrees. Their options were all fine arts classes. Yeah. And they were like, man, I love my options. I get to do art. I get to do drama, which was my degree. So, yeah, I got the bad end of that one. But so, I, yeah, 50 50 50. Seems like people in the chat are also saying 50 50. It seems like half of university is going to suck. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> all right. 
I'm oh, so excited. I'm oh, so God. excited about this? this email. Holy shit. Oh my God. I just read one of the lines. <laughs> okay. Oh, God damn this stupid email. This comes in from Anonymous. I read this last night for the first time. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. This email comes in from Anonymous. Dear Top Down Perspective. I've been listening to TDP since 2014. The podcast has never failed to make my day. The podcast helped me a lot in college. I had no time to play video games, and when times were really tough, I looked forward to hearing the podcast every week. Now, I'm working and I have more time to game, but I still look forward to hearing the podcast every week in the office. One of the best podcasts I listen to. First of all, thank you very much. Now, this is where it gets yeah, interesting. Thank you. I discovered this podcast on iTunes, so I've never seen a live Twitch podcast, let alone know what any of you look like. One fateful night in August 2016, I checked out a TDP live stream for the first time. That was the first time I ever saw what you guys looked like. Then, my shocking discovery. Sean, I am your, your co-worker. <laughs> At first, I didn't believe it was you, but then it started making sense, connecting the fact you're the only TDP member non-Canada, the voices are the same. Obviously, I had no idea how to react, and if I should ever, or if I should even reveal I listened to your podcast, with the encouragement of other co-workers, they told me I should reveal this in a really interesting and fun way. So here it is. Your mission is to figure out who I am, and if you do, I'll buy lunch. I can't give you any more information, but there are clues in this email. Have fun. Signed anonymous. John, you look so excited about That's this. It's so, so good. good. <laughs> That's so good. Oh, the chat Holy cut up. Shit. The chat's just <laughs> freaking out. <laughs> it's so good. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> okay. Ugh. First question for you, Sean, that I have to ask you. Do you have hang any on, suspicions? Okay, so another coworker of mine had mentioned that someone in the office is listening, and I was like, "That's weird." <laughs> I was like, "That's that's." I'm sorry to hear that. Um, and he, I mean, he could have been bullshitting me. He didn't tell me who it was. He said it was someone that works upstairs, and it was a female. That's all he said. Again, I don't know how valid those are. It's obviously um, a female I, because I don't usually see guys use exclamation marks. That's all I have to say. Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe they could, well, who knows? Who knows? That's I, true. Um, John, I've never seen you use an exclamation mark in your life. I have a fucking <laughs> emote that has an enteral bang in it. What are you yeah, talking about? Yeah, you have about? an emote. I've never seen you type one. <laughs> um, I don't go upstairs. My office is two stories. I don't go upstairs that often. I work downstairs. Um... So and and so I don't know a lot of the people upstairs because you know people come and go from companies. Um. So they they went in to college in 2014. See, I was I just finished I finished college in 2014. Yeah, yeah. Halfway through call 2014. So they got it. I'm assuming they're somewhat around my age, but I don't. I can't think of like anyone up there, especially a female who's around my I age. Thought I thought right, I saw your doors start to open a little bit because your hand moved in a weird way and it freaked <laughs> me the fuck out. <laughs> no. 
Uh, so here's my question then. Uh, why did she wait? Or assuming it's a she, why did they wait two months to send you this? Because they said they re- revealed this in August. They figured that out. Why did they wait two months to like? I guess because they I were talking they... with the coworkers to figure out how to do this in a fun way. Yeah, and like I said, I, I talked to a different coworker who had mentioned. I, I guess they had been talking about me or the podcast in some way. Like it must have come up in some way, right? Uh, yeah, I have absolutely no idea. This is weird. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> this is awesome, dude! Holy shit! I'm glad you're enjoying it so much. It's so good, yeah, dude. Weird shit like this happens to me all the fucking time. So seeing it happen That's to someone true. else is like That's therapeutic. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah, even at the start uh, when I said you, that there was like one email that I was super excited for, I could just see Sean, or John's face like drop, and now I'm happy. That <laughs> uh, do, you, uh, do you guys have any suggestions how I should go about determining who this is? Stare at everyone's computer. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, I know. No, uh, I mean, there's no way to do this without being really fucking creepy about it, to be fair. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Like, yeah. How do you start that conversation? <laughs> hey, do you know who I am? But like, but like, really? <laughs> <laughs> do you know who I am? Come on. It just I walk, I go up to every person who's listening to something on their computer and just yank their headphones out to check. Set, set your ringtone to the breaking news jingle and then have it go off in front of a group of people. See who actually reacts. Oh, dude. Yeah, I don't think that would work very well. I bet. Yeah, I can't see that working much. But set your ringtone to this <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> no, I still, I still like that. <laughs> I think that's our, our "What are you playing?" jingle. I think that's the one I like. Um, I, I guess anyway, the mystery continues. Thanks for. I'm glad you enjoy the show. So yeah, good. me too. That's so good. <laughs> it's so so good. You gotta like, you gotta post when you finally figure out who it is. You gotta post be like, this is this is my our fan slash. Yeah, you gotta take a selfie. Like, I'll let you guys know if I figure it out. Yeah, for sure. All right, I'll, I'll have to brainstorm. Look, look who look at someone who starts like giggling to themselves when they see you walk in the room. There you go. Well, the thing is, is I the thing is I don't go upstairs that often, mm-hmm. and. Like, it's a huge, like, it's a big open office space. So, like, I wouldn't be able to see everyone and, like, tons of people would see me at once or they wouldn't because their backs are to me or their headphones are in. Like, I don't know. I, I'll have to keep my eyes out. The thing, the, the age thing is what confuses me most because I'm assuming there's just a coworker up there who I've, like, rarely talked to. So, maybe. like, here's the thing. They've said there's clues in the email, so I'd immediately pull from Anani Mouse, which means look for someone who has something mouse-related on Mouse-like. one of their, like, desks. That's a that's a good idea. That's a good idea. I didn't think about that. Okay, I'll keep my eye out for mouse they, stuff. They say clues, plural, so there's clearly something else in there that we haven't picked up on, but that's where I'd start, is, like, <laughs> look for the mouse as a hint. Yeah, all right. Maybe I'll try the mouse one. Okay. Yeah, it's a report back if if anything if anything happens. Sorry, I'm reading over the email again, looking for clues now. Looking for clues. Yeah. All right. So. Let's uh let's continue though. John, you got this next one. All right. Uh, next one comes from Hebrew Lantern. I'm not sure if y'all mentioned this in the breaking news portion, but I was going to add it add that the Skyrim special edition to my wish to my wish list on Steam, and lo and behold, I already owned it. 
Apparently, if you own Skyrim and its DLC or the Legendary Edition before October 28th, Steam gave you the Special Edition for free. I saw that pop up on my screen recently. So now my Steam library says I own both Skyrim and the Special Edition. I was wondering if you all know of any other game that has done something similar. Any early access game. Uh, Thanks for making such an awesome (laughs) podcast. As a related follow-up question, what are your all's favorite uh, favorite open-world RPG? I'm assuming Paul will say, wow, if that counts as an open-world RPG. Doesn't. Uh, and secondly, if y'all can turn a game that currently exists into an open world RPG, what would it be? My dream open world RPG would be a Pokemon game. Since I love Pokemon way too much, I'll take my answers on the air. So let's start yeah, with yeah, Pokemon is the answer. That is yeah, that'd be so good. That's a pretty that is the answer. It's a pretty good one. Um, like oh yeah, even Ori and Ori's Definitive Edition didn't do that. Like you got a, a discount at best. Yeah, it was like edition. five bucks, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Usually, it's uh, discount for the for the upgrade. It's very rare that you get like the other thing for free. But Skyrim's also been out for how many years at this point? Three. Right. I, I mean, yeah, and the like special edition doesn't add anything that modders haven't really. Yeah. So three, three or four years. It makes sense that they would just given it out because why not? Favorite open world, though? Like, I really like Shadows of Mordor. That was pretty fun. Um, Do you guys remember Tiny Wings, that mobile game? No. Yeah. Oh, there's, there's a mobile game, Tiny Wings, where you, like, jump and flew as a bird and stuff. It was pretty good. This is, like, six years ago it came out. Tiny Wings 2 came out, and that was a free upgrade update for everyone. So that was cool. That was one that I could think of. Does Assassin's Creed count as an open world game? Yeah, but it's not no. RPG. Oh yeah, it's not an RPG. I don't know. I don't think I've played many of them that because uh, like I wasn't, I didn't get that into Witcher. I didn't get that into Dragon Age. Dragon Age is really good. Witcher is really good. Let's hope Mass Effect Andromeda is an open world RPG. Yeah, my favorite open world RPG is Saints Row Four. That's a pretty good one. Yeah, that actually that actually does work. The Saints Row games yeah. works. Yeah. So yeah, that's I'll go with that. Cool. I like Saints Row Three a lot too. Uh, all right, I got the last one. Jaren says, "What was your favorite Halloween costume?" Mine was when I was four, I dressed up as Pikachu, and that's about how good it ever got for me. Um, uh, I used to do Ninja Turtles when I was really yep. young. That was yep. awesome. Yep, me too. Uh, and then when I was in the cosplay era, I used to do Dante from Devil May Cry and a bunch of other ones like that, so that was fun. I, I did Peter Pan last year, which I enjoyed quite a bit, because I like made that one. So that's probably the one I'm probably most proud of. Yeah. Cool. Paul? Like probably costumes? Yeah, Ninja Turtles when I was a kid. Oh, okay. Uh, Batman once. When I was really young, I was Batman. I feel like everyone's Batman at some point. A vampire. (laughs) Classic. That was pretty easy. Yeah. Good times. All right. Games of the week. 
Dead Rising 3. I mean, definitely Resident Evil 6, without a yeah, doubt. Yeah, I know, I was torn, because, like, 6 was also really funny, but I also played Re- Dead Rising 3 multiple times, so. Yeah. Uh, mine was has been Costume Quest 2. I'm having a blast with that. All right. Nice. Keep us posted, Sean. I really yeah. want to know the adventures of non- a Nani Mouse. All right. Yeah, don't worry. See you guys. Bye.